to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys and Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact, and I got the Vegas Bad Boys here with me. It's good to see all of you here. Welcome to Wrestling Talk. We got some good uh, things we're going to go over, so welcome everyone that's joining us. Feel free to throw your comments in, and as we see fit, we will put the comments on. We are live every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific, that's 11 Eastern, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and on Twitch. So we got multiple ways that you can watch us live. And if you can't watch us live, you can always download the podcast. We're pretty much on every platform. So uh, just put in Vegas Bad Boys and uh, we should pop up, all right? So we're going to get right to it, and let's get right into our four-way stop. All right, I'm going to go with you, Sin City. Tell us, man, what is your four-way stop for this week? Well, 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 Thunder Rosa is the new AEW Women's World Champion after defeating Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, in a steel cage match uh, on AEW Dynamite, uh, St. Patrick's Day Slam. Um, Violent, and it was definitely a polarizing match. Uh, I'm sure that, you know, a lot of people will get bent out of shape over the fact, oh yeah, there's another match on Dynamite with blood and weapons and thumbtacks and all that kind of shit. Um, but it, it really did end up telling a good story. Um, I'm very pleased that there was even a spot in there where, you know, there was a ref bump. They had to open the door to the cage to uh, bring in another ref and they left the door wide the fuck open. So of course I was thinking in, uh, you know, the standard WWE trope, yeah, there's going to be uh, outside interference and they're just going to completely fuck the whole match. But they didn't. And they gave Thunder Rosa the the clean victory. I'm using finger quotes for those of you listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> elsewhere, uh, so many seeds were planted for uh, Seth Rollins' opponent at WrestleMania. Uh, Graves saying after the main event of Raw that all of Seth's hopes and dreams for Mania were dashed. Uh, following his loss to Owen. Uh, And then Jimmy Smith followed that up perfectly by saying that his WrestleMania dream had turned into a nightmare. Yeah. And then obviously we get the news that Cody Rhodes officially signed his WWE deal 14 days ago. So uh, this just all lines up perfectly for Mania. Awesome. Good stuff, man. Um, Simon Street, man, what you got? Uh, you know, for me also too, much of what, uh, Sin City Steve was saying, you know, seeing, uh, Thunder Rosa capture, um, the AEW women's title, uh, really was good. And I was thinking along the same lines, like, this is going to be some fucked up bullshit, but, um, it wasn't, it actually was good. And, um, I enjoyed the match from start to finish. I am not one of those people that don't mind a little blood, 
Uh, those both of those women paid for that match in blood, and I was thoroughly entertained, and I appreciate them. Um, and other things as well, uh, you know, one good match that I think a lot of people, well, at least I was really entertained, other people may not think so too, was uh, Cameron Grimes versus uh, Santos Escobar on NXT. Yeah. Um, it was a really good match. I mean, you know, yeah, there was some interference a little later on and whatnot, but I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, I enjoyed it thoroughly, and that was for the con- number one contendership for the uh, NXT North American Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, those were the two things that, you know, I was, you know, really kind of stood out other than a couple of things on Raw, which I'll mention later. Perfect. Matt Michaels. Yeah, I uh, definitely have to uh, go along with Escobar and Grimes. I thought that was a really decent uh, outing for both of them, um, without a doubt. The, uh, the forklift being introduced <laughs> with uh, Lesnar and uh the uh the dynasty there that was uh pretty sweet um i don't think we've had a spot where they've actually used a forklift to basically incapacitate a truck and then roll it over (laughs) seemingly thinking they were still inside or brock was just having fun um along those lines charlotte and ronda really nice really nice uh you know, just kind of mix up there and um, should lead to a nice intense match. Um, but the the highlight for me on, on this week uh, of the highlights was uh, Orton throwing Riddle a celebration <laughs> to show his loyalty and love low, of him. Low budget. And, oh, total crap. Everything was – it was like, you know, when you go to a, a – someone in your class invites you to their birthday party when you're in grade school in and the instead of telling your parents you just put a bunch of crap together wrap it up and give it to them <laughs> that's pretty much what it was and then of course when he pulls out the weed that's when they get interrupted which was ridiculous <laughs> how the hell can you cut off a person from accepting any good weed is beyond me and is a crime I'm sure you probably have at least one or two more people on the panel here who would agree with that assessment there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, I would tell you this, man. Uh, SmackDown opening for me was just solid. Um, sometimes I often catch myself going, how old am I? Because I jump into this kid manner and, and all that stuff. When, when, when Heyman's trying to get Roman's attention, like, you know, Hey man, hey, hey, he's he's here, he's landed. I'm just having a fit, like, oh my god, this shit's about to get crazy. You know, and when they take off out of the ring and run in the back, I'm just I'm just like, man, this is crazy. What's about to happen? I go right back into, you know, it's I don't know. I I I was questioning myself, hoping I wasn't waking up my family at 6 a.m. in the morning when I was watching it. Um <laughs> uh, some other highlights though. Sin City, give me some sort of uh, credit here, man. The uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Hangman Page versus Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. I actually thought it was a good match. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a big fan on on spots. I'm not a big, and that's all everyone always do. But if you even if you kind of remove some of the the spots. Overall, I thought it was a fantastic match to start off. Um, I'll give them credit for that for the week. Uh, One last thing I had was 
was the uh, SmackDown Women's Tag Title. Uh, Naomi, Sasha, and Rhea, and Liv. I thought that right there was really good. Having Carmella and Zelina over there on the side. Man, that whole, this whole thing is just becoming just insane. And now they introduced Natalia and Shayna, which uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I am all for it. I mean, as it, as it, before they joined, I'm all like Naomi and Sasha take the belts. But I don't know, man. I, I might be feeling Natalia and Shayna to go ahead and, and and take it. I don't know, man. We got to see what more they do. But anyway, that's my four-way stop. Let's jump over. And you know what? We got. Let me make sure I got some people comments on there. Uh, make sure. Oh, okay. Hey, it's got Chris on here. Hey, everybody else who is also commenting, throw it in the chat. We want to see what your thoughts is. What was your highlight of the week? So we could put that in there too. And while you're thinking of that, we're going to jump right into our next segment, which is the too sweet for the week. So start thinking about that and let us know what your too sweet is. Let's do it right now. All right. Simon Street, you're going to kick this one off, man. What's your too sweet for the week? Man, my too sweet for the week was definitely uh, seeing Owens versus Rollins. That, to me, was a match that I honestly could have watched another good 10 minutes, maybe. Uh, really good match. We don't uh, you know, it, I can't remember in WWE history that stood out in my mind, seeing those two go at each other. Um, I just thought it was a friendly match. It was to see who was going to go on to face uh Stone Cold Steve Austin in whatever capacity match that WWE has not uh, said he will be in, but he will be there at WrestleMania. So I thought it was a good match. It was great. A um, couple of near falls. And it shit makes me kind of want to watch them instead of who Stone Cold is going to face. Uh, glad to see him, but not in a match. But that was my too sweet for the week. All right. Let's go over to you, Matt Michaels, man. Where's your too sweet? Uh, it's very simple. Um, it was finally seeing Rosa get the, uh, the title. Um, but, uh, at the same time, why the fuck did they wrestle on the pay-per-view? This shows the fucking inconsistencies of AEW. Why the fuck did you have that match, which took up space and time and wasn't that interesting on the pay-per-view? only have what you were going to have in terms of a steel cage match so it could have fucking you know they could have used that time to build it a little bit more in that sense Mm -hmm. um but it's long overdue rosa actually is a good wrestler as compared to Britt. Britt is a good talker but she's not a good wrestler she's injury prone as well so get the title off of her it's enough she's a gimmick right now let her have the fucking dmd gimmick and uh, we can see where it goes with that. But at least now you have an actual champion who can fucking match up with people, not just have to have other people do her business for. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'll, I'll jump in this one. I, I, the, the Thunder Rosa match, you guys have already said it, but that definitely made my two sweet as well. It was great to see her uh, finally get that that title in her hometown as well. And um, they kept seeing adopted hometown. What's, what's the story with that? Because I don't know. Do y'all know? She was she was born in, in Mexico. Yeah. 
Oh, I yeah. see. I got you. Okay. See, I and and it it was on her birthday or the day before birthday, something of that nature. So this is her birthday week. Gotcha. So oh, this was huge, everything man. lined yeah. up. Perfect. Um, also, man, you can't have too sweet without watching <laughs> the Bullet Club have they match against Motor City Machine Guns. First off, you know, Alex Kelly and Chris Sabian, talk about guys who just refuse to get owed. Uh, I mean, these guys are just moving like they were when they got started. And, of course, now watching Chris Bay and Jay White together made for an awesome match. I mean, it's I'm I'm truly just uh, loving these guys and their matches. And, and uh, yeah, definitely was a too-sweet moment for me. Uh, Simon Street mentioned it earlier, the Santos Oscar Bar and Cameron Grimes match. That definitely was uh, another too-sweet moment for me. Uh, loving the ladders and all of that. Uh, man, I... I was hoping to watch a little bit more of that, but that definitely was something to uh, to give some props to. Sin City Steve, man, how about you? All right, man. So obviously we've talked about that opening segment to SmackDown, but uh, Lesnar, Reigns, Heyman, they all played their roles absolutely perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from the promo to the forklift and SUV stuff uh, to that truck conveniently parked nearby with the keys in it ready to go. <laughs> Um, to Brock ripping the door off of that truck as it was speeding away. Yeah. Uh, definitely reminded me of a, a, an old uh, episode of Raw. So it turned, it turned the clock back for me. So And that's a very good thing. Um, very, very good stuff. Also, um, of course, um, let's be real, guys. Uh, all of the tributes that we saw this week to Scott Hall um, from, the, uh, from the promos, to uh you know mannerisms to attires all that kind of stuff it was it really was great to see just how much of a legacy scott hall had yeah um and obviously made in each each person that was on our tv this week um let's call it what it is too pat mcafee is one of the top five promos in all of wwe uh unbelievable stuff with he and theory this week yeah. Um, I think that that match is really going to surprise a lot of people. A lot of people are saying, oh, it's going to oh, be the piss break match. Nah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to steal the show at Mania. Yes. Um, also, uh, let, let's let's just say this too. Uh, in the chat, uh, Bradley has a great comment and uh, it ties in. Um, he says that he would have liked to have seen Cole uh, get the pin on Adam Page in that six-man match. Uh, I definitely agree. Um, realistically, if you're going to have Adam page versus Adam Cole, one more time at battle of the belts in a couple of weeks, why not have Adam page, you know, get, get eat the pin. Um, yeah, you got to do that, man. You got, you, you have to make the champ look at least a slight bit weak. Otherwise, are you fucking arguing with Tony Khan's brilliant booking, <laughs> dude? Hey, so here's the thing: is if I if I don't call something out when I see it, then I'm a hypocrite, and uh, yeah, I'm not. So there's that. Um, yeah. Uh, so those those would be my uh, my two sweet for the week. All right, perfect. There, let's go right into our uh, WTF. So I'll kick this one off. Uh, the one thing there was a. All right, so start off with with AEW. During the I guess the the match with uh, Warlow, 
that he had with um uh uh what's his name? Scorpio uh, Sky. Scorpio, yes. Couldn't fucking think of it. So after the end of that, you had I guess MJF pays off Lambert, but it was almost hard to see because you have the chairman blocking that. I, I thought we got used to like camera angles where you're supposed to be so you could see what's actually happening. Another thing that happened in that same match was, wasn't it Paige Van Zan or whatever her name kissing? Oh boy. You couldn't even get the kiss straight. I'm just like, what's going on guys? There's a camera. Let's get the right angle. You know, let's get the right angle on everything. Um, NXT. Wait, you're you're questioning Tony Khan's fucking camera angle <laughs> judgment when he's calling in the booth? Come on. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, for NXT, so Toxic Attraction just decided to just leave their belts hanging. Just they they, just, they were just hanging there. Uh, yeah, they can't they can't bathe with them. <laughs> Okay, okay. It was just like, come on, guys. At least go in the locker room, sneak in and grab them. But they were just hanging, just just hanging in the back. It just made no sense. I mean, come on, guys. Put a little bit more thought into that. All right? And the last one, Moose has to now sign the contract, which he had to sign by the end of the show so he can fight the match I'm waiting to see with Josh Alexander. He goes to Josh Alexander's house rings the, the the ring doorbell, and Josh Alexander's wife opens the door. <laughs> opens the door. She's, like, scared. The kid is, is hanging on to her leg. Why would you? Okay, that's my WTF for the week. Let me go over next. Are, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying she shouldn't have opened the door for a big black man outside her house? <laughs> Yeah, man. Is that what you're saying? In Canada? Don't don't they not don't don't they still leave the doors open? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let me see if I can get this right. Okay. Impact, are you criticizing Impact Wrestling cinematography and logic? Wow. Listen, man, I just there I I I'm just like, come on. Maybe let her come out of the car going up to her house and he just kind of approaches. I mean you have oh, that's a, good. Just have just have moose. <laughs> oh, but that's and that's and that's any, out of her car. Wait, no, no. I said she's maybe getting out of her car in her driveway, going up to her door, and maybe from that point he approaches her. But what sense does yeah, that? But at least, at least he did it on a ring camera. The way you've got it planned out does not sound very good at all for a tall black African American approaching a small. Little petite Asian woman in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> well, see, you're Canada. Look, but you're looking you know at it. But you're you know looking. What's so weird about this whole conversation? I don't know if we're talking about wrestling or we're talking about like a scene of a crime and a de- deposition before court. Well, here's I mean, the thing the about it. I don't. About? I'm not even looking at it in terms of just it just race. In terms of, I'm just looking at it in terms of the last time these two have saw each other in the ring was what Moose did to her husband in that ring, which was just fucked up that's what i'm talking about i'm not even talking about the race aspect i mean if you want to go there you can i'm just saying the way they let they left that last match i wouldn't have just be letting someone in is all i'm saying we got to keep going though simon street i'm gonna let you go what is your wtf for the week damn all that raw on nxt i i it's shit man i mean there was a lot of fucking raw you had Miz tv i mean we already got dolph ziggler i'm like then we got ray mysterio and his and his little son 
I was like, fuck, man, there's just a lot going on. But, you know, I get it. There's reasons behind that. You know, Ray, Ray's going to pop up on all shows. He was supposed to pop up on our show just to be able to uh, plug in <laughs> WWE 2K22. So I get why he's on there. Dominic's on there. Did we hear Dominic say the reason why he came to NXT? Is it overshadowed that maybe you're going to stay in NXT and your dad's dropping you off to school so you can go back to school and he can go off and do Because that would be amazing. <laughs> Boy, needs some seasoning. That's just me. No disrespect. If I run into y'all in Dallas, I'm going to tell you the same thing. Bro, you're destined for greatness, but you got to go to school, brother. Damn. So um, outside of all of that, Ms. TV, that was fun. Kind of seeing that on there on, on NXT. Uh, you know, I, I just, that's why I said, what the fuck? I mean, it was a lot. Are yeah. we going to see this most of the time? But there you go. What the fuck? All right. Uh, Matt Michaels, what was your WTF? Go on and let us have uh, it. What, what the fuck goes out to Rampage for uh, being probably the worst fucking show on television, period? <laughs> uh, so let's start off with Statlander. What the fuck? Is she a heel? Is she a face? She's is an alien. Supposed to be the heel? What the fuck is going on? She was an, an alien, how to not anymore. Shit. Not anymore. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. In fact, they had to go out of their way to say, boy, she looks different. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> um, Dan Lambert, this co-champion bullshit. Fucking stop. Just fucking stupid. They booked themselves in a corner with that fucking second belt. You know what? Just fucking throw it off the bridge or something. Have one of the guys just fucking do that. Um, if you want to get a kick and realize that you might run better than a pro wrestler, watch Matt Hardy run down to ring. He looks like he's 80 fucking years old. It's ridiculous. It's so bad. That man needs to fucking stop. Like, have the fucking retirement match, guys. Get it over with. Um, have yeah exactly yeah have jeff take him out that'd be fucking perfect um <laughs> death uh the death triangle uh apparently little red riding hood is part of the group so what the fuck is up with that bullshit um you know uh seems like they're pumping in crowd noise too which is a pet peeve of mine both companies uh and speaking of both companies picture and picture why the fuck does it go to full commercial halfway through picture and picture? <laughs> Dumbest fucking thing ever. But really, it comes down to this. A fucking boombox? You used a fucking boombox on Keith Lee, and it hurt him. It hurt him, but it did not break, and it was the worst-looking shots that anyone has ever fucking given. So, you know what? Fuck off, Rampage. Get canceled already. Or maybe replace Ring of Honor and put them in, in Rampage's uh, circle, and then Tony Khan can keep jerking himself off. But now, oh. apparently this week, he said he's going to be at both shows, uh, WrestleMania weekend, on the same night pulling a Rick Rude. Uh, so congratulations, Tony Khan, for kissing your own asshole. Oh, my goodness. All right. What a what, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> Sin City. Let him have it. All right. So I have to preface this by saying the match itself was arguably one of the better matches all week, okay? I'm giving the Rhea and Liv versus Sasha and Naomi match a what-the-fuck for the finish. Mm. WWE, you do this so fucking often. You give us a banger of a match, and then you give an absolute dog shit finish to that match. 
Now I realize that it allowed them to put another team that I guess they're together now <laughs> into that four way uh, or into that, you know, triple threat to make it a four way, right. whatever. Um, but seriously, that, that match was fucking awesome. And that ending completely soured it for me. What the fuck? Also, FTR, FTR relegated to strictly backstage segments. Last week, they fired Tully Blanchard. Rightfully, we talked about that and gave them a bunch of shit for the usage of them in that segment. Right. This week, they're in another rushed backstage segment, this time with the Young Bucks, dropping hints that they're going to be managed by Brett the Hitman Hart. Don't get, don't get it wrong. I would love to see that happen, if it happens. Mm-hmm. However... They're they're amazing wrestlers. They are the reason why they were brought in was not for their promo work, but for their in-ring ability. Use them for that. What the fuck? And then last but not least, Cora Jade playing the role of Kevin McAllister and Home Alone. Simon Street, you talked about the title belts just being out there, you know, for the taking. Yeah, definitely. Now keep in mind, she stole the titles. She is a thief. And then she tortured the members of Toxic Attraction. Keep in mind, she is a baby face. And then lastly, I know I'm going over, but whatever. Lastly, this what the fuck is for the the people that are criticizing AEW for the women's match for using, quote unquote, fake thumbtacks. There was a, a large segment of the wrestling Twitter population that said that they were using fake thumbtacks in that match or gimmick thumbtacks. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, guys? Like, no, I I don't know how fucking stupid you have to be. They were not gimmick thumbtacks. <sighs> yeah, she might not be able to wrestle, but she can definitely take a bump on thumbtacks. So I'll agree with you. Or, you know, better yet, JR asked a very good question. You know, why is uh, thumbtacks under the ring anyways? Well, they were put there, obviously, by uh, Rebel and uh, Jamie Hayter. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Why was the steel cage giving so much room around the ring that you can get underneath the ring to get things out? <laughs> That's the next question. That's called hell in a cell, but eh. Oh, and by the way, and by the way, why does the why does the, the cage has its own theme music as well? Yeah. Why does it have why does it have that in <laughs> WWE as well? But it's Both always co- had oh, it in that, no no yeah. it's always had it in WWE for, for the lowering of the cage. Yeah. yeah, it's always. Yeah, I'm just saying it didn't it hey, you can be different. Just play your intro and drop the cage down. Let's go. But not to have its own separate music. What what, what are you Cody now? You're going to have a few different interested themes. Come on. No, like it they they probably noticed that it was done on WWE and they picked it up because everybody loves the way that WWE does absolutely everything. <laughs> All right. Let's get right. Uh, in. Oh, Tony Tony Khan just signed a steel cage from the WWE. So you got that to mm. look forward to. Perfect. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's get right into our next one. Which is, what are we looking out for? So, let's get right into it. All right, Sin City Man, what you looking out for? So, I am, I'm looking out for the, uh, you did mention Rampage and you talked a lot of shit about it, Michaels, but 
one good thing did come out of Rampage this week, that being a possible alliance between Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. Mm. I'm down for it. I bring that on. I, I think that, <laughs> oh, you can roll your eyes and, and downplay well, that's it all the last you want. Thing they need in What's that? Another fucking alliance and team well, in, in AEW. Have, have you ever watched New Japan, just out of curiosity? Everybody's in a fucking faction there. So true. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, um, Wheeler Yuta getting the slap of honor, according to the uh, AEW YouTube, um, from William Regal. And uh, what did he do after the match? Obviously, uh, he got right back in William Regal's face, which is exactly what Regal said that he would want them to do. So do we have the first uh, addition to that group or is Wheeler Yuta going to slowly be working himself into interacting more with that group? Keep in mind, his name was dropped from the very beginning uh, as being a possible member to that group. So if they do that and they do bring him along, I am totally up for that. Um, speaking of that, the Jericho Appreciation Society and this Danielson Moxley group, they've got to meet somewhere down the road, right? Because keep in mind, the JAS are sports entertainers. They got off on saying that a bunch of times. Um, they said that they were uh, sports entertainers and they beat up pro wrestlers. And it just so happened that the Moxley and Danielson uh, group, they emphasized that they were the best pro wrestlers. So I think that long-term storytelling says that we're going to get a clash between those groups once they get founded and uh, fully aligned. And uh, not to mention the uh, the new names for 2.0, Daddy Magic Matt Menard and Jeff Parker is now Cool Hand Angelo Parker. I would have I loved it if they would have changed their names, though, to being Lee Matthews and Parker Jeffries or something to that effect. Um, just to, uh, you know, go back into the, the old school WWE renaming of people like what they did with Daniel Bryan from Brian Danielson, but yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Matt Michaels, you go. Um, well, you know, a couple of exciting things going into WrestleMania. Looks like, uh, Becky and Bianca might be set up for a hair versus hair match which could be very, very interesting. Um, you know, we haven't seen a good uh, female head shaving for a while. Um, then, along those same lines, it looks like uh, Sammy and Knoxville and anything goes match. <laughs> so something is going to give there, um, and we'll see what the fuck happens there. Yeah. Um, but Johnny Knoxville is coming off as another strong uh you know celebrity who gets it yeah and that's one of the important things with the celebrities they have to understand it almost uh i think he'll be challenging the winner of the universal championship within the year and hmm. he's on a rise and you need a big guy to go against you know one of those guys eventually um so i think that that's where you'll see him in about a year within the year uh, Aziz, you'll see him in ROH by the fall. So that's good for him. Uh, and, um, you know, overall, uh, I'd say you, you have to be on the lookout for, um, 
the <laughs> the the anticipation of Cody Rhodes and the utter backlash that fans are going to have because it was not what they thought it was going to be or they're sick of seeing him. Either way, the guy's not going to win this. He's in a bad position. So hopefully, hopefully he did do what, you know, was told to him. And that is get paid, get the money, get right. paid. So good for him. Yep. Secure that bag. Secure the bag. Uh, I'm really, I mean, mania is actually really getting me uh, excited as we just get closer and closer. Um, I'm really just looking forward to the match with um, with Edge and AJ Styles. Um, Edge, again, he came out. This time they added some music to it, and I loved it. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. I, the production period that, that WWE has just for its interests, for all their talent, is just superb. And that uh, whoever put that rock uh, piece together for Edge was, was, uh, was on point. So That was Alter Bridge as well. Okay. Yeah, and that's the same. And the same people that made Metalingus his previous theme. Gotcha. Oh, and wow. this was a yeah, song I kind of could tell. Yeah, I could kind of tell whenever song, you was hearing it. Say that again, Mike. Yeah, it was a song that was done. It was a song that was done years ago. Yeah, too. Really? Oh, okay. So it wasn't oh. made specifically for him. Okay. It yeah. just it just fits. It just fits him. You know, man. Yep. Everything. Well, it's kind of cool because we're good. I mean, l- let's be honest. We're we're basically looking at the bucket list of edge of everything he wanted to do. If he had not have had that injury, I know he had that in the tank at some point, yeah. maybe not what we're seeing now, but somewhere along that line It's just, it's amazing to see. Sorry to interrupt. No, uh, last thing I'm just really, uh, hyped up about as well is, um, the Pat McAfee and Austin theory. Just, we talked about that a little bit, man. I, I, I just love that the whole, the whole uh well, they have the commentary of just cole going um listen you you're doing the back bro you gotta go talk to the boss you know i just watching him just kind of get up and just take that stroll and it's just um and then his promo in the ring was just on fire um i'm really beginning to think you know i, I listen i'm hoping that the main stars is going to show up because I'm almost thinking these gimmick matches might actually outdo some of these stars, you know, just in just in the hype, you know. Um, I, I'm just it's it's just one of those things I'm, I'm looking out just to see how what comes from this. So, uh, Simon Street, what you got, man? Well, for me, definitely, I'm looking forward to Seth Rollins and who is who who is going to be facing. I mean, yeah, we know it's pretty much going to be Cody Rhodes at this point. So that's interesting. I'm just wondering how they're going to package it up. Because even if, let's say, Cody Rose never went to Tony Khan and, and with the rest of them and develop AEW, this is a match that I wouldn't mind seeing if we take out the fact of what Cody Rose looked like, a.k.a. Stardust, before he left WWE. Cody Rhodes is is a tremendous competitor. Is he's, he's, he, I've always found him to be very exciting uh, when he was in the WWE and someone of Seth, Seth Rollins, just that match in general. Uh, will be interesting. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I'm definitely itching to, you know, sit down in my seat, have whatever uh, beer I'm going to be drinking, and whatever food Impact's going to share with me, so we can watch this match. You guys going to sh- you guys going to share the large popcorn? <laughs> yeah, we're going to share the large popcorn, but it's sitting Aww. on his lap. <laughs> oh God! You know, I hope when Cody comes out, 
it's it's broken pieces of the uh, Triple H throne chair, and he's putting it back together. So he's just putting back those pieces. (laughs) Just putting it back together. They're going to put him as super glue and and, and have him in a cape and shit. That would just be awesome. All he he has to do is blow up a mound of cocaine, and it will be fine. You (laughs) get it. So real quick, so real quick, I have this question, and since it is Steve, you might be able to answer this. Does Cody own the rights to his music? Yes. So there's a, there's, it, there's it, not, incidentally, there's, it was done by Downstate, who did uh, the Mrs. theme and also Dolph Ziggler's theme. Hmm. So, so they have a I'm, good working relationship with WWE. There you go. Do you think he's going to come out to his own music? I mean, that would make much sense. I mean, shit, you're a businessman, man, uh, uh, Cody. Come out to your own music, get paid. Yeah. So, well, cool. Uh, our last segment is going to be best in show, but we want to let everyone know who is watching us right now that our three count is up next, and we have three good topics we're going to be talking about. The scroll underneath is showing you what those topics will be. So make sure that when we this show ends, you jump right back on to our um, our next live feed again. YouTube, Twitch and on Facebook Live, and we will get within those topics. So with that, best in show, let's do it now. So best in show for me, I make it real simple. It was just SmackDown from the beginning to the end. I uh, I just enjoyed the show. I mean, the uh, the programming on that you can tell uh, the, the 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 big boys behind that that channel uh, just because you you know you just see just how great the show is from top to bottom. Even last week when uh, Roman wasn't on the show, and I told you if I ever go to a SmackDown and they tell me Roman's not on the show, I'm demanding a refund. But still, even with that, the show was really good. <laughs> you know, without not having them on there. So, um, yeah, I, this week's for sure, uh, uh, this past week was SmackDown. How about for you, Simon Street, man, best in show? Uh, best in show was definitely, for me, uh, SmackDown. But um, I got to say, uh, for them to get my best in show this week, they had some stiff competition, at least in my opinion. Um, you know, you had a St. Patrick's Slam uh, event that was for AEW. That kept me pretty glued to the TV. Mm-hmm. I was going to go in to watch the women's and kept watching for other matches. But, you know, I got to be honest with you. Uh, it was really, really good. I, I got to give it to them. They did an excellent job just in general um, from start to finish. Uh, SmackDown did great. I mean, like you said, Impact. Yeah. You know, a uh, couple of the matches that uh, I really stay tuned was was one that, um, you know, was what the fuck from uh, Sin City Steve was that uh, that, that three way tag for the tag team women's tag team is who goes up next. And then also too, you know, having the surprise show with Shayna Baszler and, and Natalia, Natalia looking real good. Um, you know, so, you know, I like to see what's going to be happening for uh, WrestleMania and, SmackDown is doing it. They're getting me more excited week after week. So there you go. No doubt. All right, Sin City, man. What's your best in show this week? So best in show this week um, is it was it was really difficult because there was 
a lot of really good wrestling on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's 1A, 1B. 1A is uh, AEW Dynamite, St. Patrick's Day Slam. 1B is SmackDown. Uh, they, I can't, I can't label them one, two because they were both just amazing quality shows. Um, AEW gets the, you know, they get the, uh, the tiebreaker, uh, for a couple of different reasons, but yeah, yeah. SmackDown solid show, solid show. All right. Matt Michaels. Well, the, the first things first, and, um, that is, um, (laughs) seeing, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, uh, they have a segment uh, where, where it's an audience suggestion box. And one of the suggestions was uh, to see uh, Seth Rollins give a curb stomp to a leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day. And that was fucking phenomenal. That was great. Um, it was wonderful. Uh, so go and, and check that out on uh, YouTube. Uh, and uh, the other thing would be uh, all the fans and all the uh, the talent uh, throughout the uh, world who uh, shared uh, everything uh, regarding Scott Hall and their memories and their feelings for him. Um, it turned out to be um, the highest uh, activity in terms of searches, um, you know, out of any wrestler who's passed. And that includes Macho Man and Warrior and Piper, who are pretty much three of the most marquee names within the last decade yeah. to pass away. So um, if that's any indication uh, of the uh, the love that the guy had, uh, you know, hopefully he knew just a little bit that uh, they that he was that much beloved in, uh, you know, in the circle of uh, wrestling fans and uh, talent themselves. Well, I tell you, social media just uh, it just blew up, man. You know, it, it, when we heard about that announcement, and you were just you were just seeing, for everybody that was posting, you know, there was hundreds of or even thousands of people that was liking or responding to several people just posting about, um, you know, what Scott Hall uh, meant to them, and so um, you know, the outpouring love was 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 definitely great to see. And, um, and we may talk a little bit about it more on the ending of our uh, three count. But we want to thank everyone for listening to our wrestling talk. Uh, again, we're uh, get ready for three counts. Um, make sure you're just um, you're following us. That's the best way to do it. Follow us on our, our um, YouTube live, Facebook live or Twitch channels and then from that point you should get the notifications when the feed jumps on and then there it is and most importantly throw your comments in and we will try to get it in as we can all right so with that no matter if you're watching us live or listening to us on the streaming apps we thank you for listening all right we'll catch you next time biggest bad boys of podcasting